Bienvenido al Alencio Oso versus Hombre. Conmigo en el estudio es Ryan. Ryan, ¿cómo estás? Ah, ah, no, I'm good. How are you? Est mm, así, así. Oh. Esta semana he jugado muchos juegos de video. ¿Usted también jugar muchos juegos de video? No, I only played one game. Just, just, Ryan, just one game. Cada vez que vienes aquí... Te tratan esto como una maldita broma, pero es un asunto serio. Um, I'm going to go ahead and say no. Okay. No on that one. The answer is no. Um, please. Are you Daria si hablaba en inglés? Uh, si. No sé cómo. Oh. Uh, this is awkward. Ovi day. Um, Ayuda. I'm gonna. <laughs> I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna bring in uh, my my Spanish language translator, um, Stan Sanderson. Um, Stan. Yes. Stan. Ayuda. Uh, excuse me, sir. This is this is this is uh, Interpol. This Ayuda, mate. Tengo miedo. Uh, we've come to uh, arrest this man for uh, charges of uh, international conspiracy. Me olvide como hablar inglés. Please come with us. Please come with us, sir. Oh. Uh, help me, I can't speak English. Oh, wait. Oh, no. Hold on. It worked. Oh. Oh, this, yeah, is, this is awkward. Oh, wait, no, I'm fine. Ryan, I'm good. I can speak in English again. Oh, really? I don't know what happened there. Oh, well, uh, I, I, Interpol got involved. That was fun. Yeah, that was weird. Yeah. Where'd they go? It's always, it's always weird when a international law organization has to get involved with the recording of our podcast. That's true. It's not the first time it's happened. Also true. Cer it certainly won't be the last. Also true. Uh, this is the Bear vs. Bandcast. It is. My name is Nick. My name is Stan. Stan, Shit. come on, put Ryan, put Ryan back on the mic. Shit. It's Ryan. It, Hello, guys. It's it's Friday, August twenty first. We're podcasting a little bit late this week. Podcasting a little early this morning. Hey, that's true. Because I don't know if you guys know this about us, but we're part-time podcasters yeah and sometimes our the, the way we make money gets in the fucking way that's true i hate i hate i hate working would you love money um you love spending money i do on video games i do actually sometimes i think you might actually like the act of spending the money more than playing the video games um sometimes i mean that's a deep cut but yeah probably 
I think yeah, I have a problem. I think, uh, yeah, but I think that's a it's a pretty common human nature thing. It's, I mean, maybe it's just you, know, you you work so hard to earn the money, and you're just like, I'm just gonna make it rain mm-hmm, mm-hmm. on these video games. Uh, that's what I did this week. <laughs> yeah, you really did. Mother We're talk about fucker. That. We um I hate my life. Yes. Yeah, it got bad this week, man. Yeah, I went to I a really I went to a really dark place. We should probably just talk about I it. I don't really know how that happened, man. We should probably just we should probably just get right into it. Uh, so I couldn't possibly have foreseen this future. Like last week, I just said, <clears throat> "I'm gonna give Here's the Storm a shot. <laughs> I'm just gonna like play it and see if I like it." And I got really into it. Yes. And so I started talking to everyone I knew who could possibly play that game. And I'm like, hey, we should just play that. We should just play that game. Do you remember? Um, I might have even said it on the podcast. Um, you did. Last week when I'm like, Nick, if yeah. I start playing this game, it's going to be bad. How could I have possibly foreseen that you're going to, like, I, I pick that game up and nonstop play it? I even think I sent you a tweet that was something to that effect as well so you you did yeah uh you you made it and you sent me a text message about it beforehand yep that you expressed explicit concerns i i I informed you three different ways about all of the um risk involved you said (laughs) i'm going to be really upset if i play this game if I if I start getting addicted to this game and play it instead of finishing The Witcher Three, guess what I did? How could I have possibly known you were going to do that? You don't play games like this. You don't have like I wouldn't say you don't have an addictive personality, but like it didn't seem like the kind of thing that you were going to suddenly just get obsessed with. Um, yeah. So I I made a judgment call and I said. Ryan probably will not get addicted to this game. And I fucked up. I was wrong. Mm. And I'll, I'll I'll be the first person to admit it. I was wrong. Yeah, you were... Oh, you were wrong. Because you have a problem and you're addicted to this I game. went in hard. I'm still you in hard. You really hard. Yeah. You, were already, you were already kind of in hard because you spent $40 on a beta key. I did. Mistakes and were made. You, yeah, but you also got, like, five heroes out of it or something? I think so, yeah. Something like that. Um, and and, a, and a, an amount, I think. I don't know, did man. We, we discussed last week, we, we gave the overview of what Heroes of the Storm is, right? I think so. I can't remember. It's a blizzard MOBA. I said it. Yeah, I mean, it's like an ex- accessible MOBA, which is why I think you were more apt to get into it. Uh-huh. Yep. Uh, it's a little bit easier to understand. There's less minutiae and stuff. Definitely. Which I think we talked about that last week. Uh, which is why... I, I think that's what makes it so captivating. I think, feel like Blizzard is really good at... They don't necessarily invent genres. Like They're not like the first or even the second to put out like a particular kind of game. Yeah. But when they put out that game, it's fucking really good. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, and they've yeah. done that multiple times. I mean, RTS is 
as for a while was their kind of bread and butter, and it took them a while to get really good at those. I feel like. Mm-hmm. Um, although I've I've heard Warcraft Two is very good in its own regard for the time, but yeah. I mean, like, things like Hearthstone, certainly not the first collectible card game to come out, but, like, a really, really good one. It's very good. I enjoy that game um, as well. Yes. And you've spent a lot. You've spent a lot. So you, but you still have spent less money in Heroes of the Storm than you have in Hearthstone, right? Um, yes. Okay. That's good. It's a good step in the right direction. I don't know how much longer that's going to be. Really? Yeah. You're, like, getting that close to it? Um, no... But I'm also afraid of myself. Well, I mean, even if you're just, and you're getting, you're using coins sometimes, you, even if you buy, like, all the bundles, mm-hmm. like, how many heroes do you have left that you don't own? 13, mm-hmm. you say? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. So that's, like, two of those new, all right, so they added, that patch we were talking about before, before it came out already, the Diablo patch. And yes, uh, it comes with a new hero. And if you own Diablo three, you get Diablo, and you get some crazy mount if you get to level seventy with a season three Diablo three character. Which I nobody nobody got time for that. Uh, n- uh, I don't know. Actually, it doesn't really take that long to get to seventy. But if I played Diablo three, I wouldn't be able to play Here's the Storm. Uh, true. Doesn't make any sense. Doesn't, right. Doesn't make any sense. So. I didn't realize the patch was coming out so soon, which is awesome, because ex- apparently we're already expecting another one, like, middle of September. Something like that, yeah. For um, considering. Oh, that's what it was. That's that's who's coming out in September. Yep. That's pretty cool. Ryan's excited. Uh, I appreciate, even though we had to pay for those new heroes, I just appreciate, like, con- like frequent updates and additions of heroes and things like that. Mm-hmm. That's, that's mm-hmm. super neat. Because um, this is, after all, a free-to-play game. But so one of the things they added with this patch was dynamic hero bundles. Because last week we were talking about like what happens when you have a bundle and you already own a hero in it. They just tell you like your SOL. Yep. They just introduced these things called dynamic bundles that go down in price for every hero inside of them that you own, which is super neato. It is super neato, except I think it's like five... So they have two different packs right now that they just introduced. There are five different heroes, and they're $21 each, mm-hmm. which shakes out to about $4 a hero, $4.25 a hero. Yep. Um, that seems like a good deal. Some of the heroes in there are expensive. Some of them are not as expensive. If you waited for them to each individually go on sale every week... You might be able to get slightly a better deal, but who got time if you for buy that? The, if you buy the bundle, then you get a bunch of heroes right now. I did that. I didn't buy both of them. I like really have zero interest in the one that's got like Chen and Gaslow in it. I bought. I wanted. I wanted Chen bad, and then you immediately regretted it. Actually, no. I've come around on Chen pretty hard. Okay, good. Um, I found. I've. I, I've. I've discovered a build. Of his that I'm quite into. You discovered it, huh? Yeah, I, I googled it. It was good. Icyveins.com? No, actually, uh, heroesfire.com. Oh, I've seen that website. Mm-hmm. You spend a lot of time reading about how to play Heroes of the Storm, I've noticed. Yep, I do. I have a problem. Um, I, I feel like there are some characters... Uh, that if you pick the wrong talents, they're bad. 
Um, so I just want to know. I want to. I want to know some characters are like that. I usually just try and say, be like, "This sounds cool," and it fits my play style, and kind of just freeball it. The new, but, the new monk is kind of like that because if you end up picking um, half and half, like support and damage talents, you'll be good at neither. Um, yeah, I can see that. So. But I bet it'd be pretty easy to not do like. Um, you'd be surprised if you're. If you're trying to heal, like, don't pick the talent that's, like, his attack does extra damage. And you're like, oh, shit, I picked the wrong... Oh, man, I meant to pick the one oh, that's shit, the healing. I fucked up. Like, I don't... Yeah, I don't see that, that that would really happen. So how do you feel about replacing the void that is World of Warcraft with Heroes of the Storm? Um, like, how does that make you feel? Tentative at best. Well, how so? I don't know. It's, it's a very different animal. Um, I don't have to, like... I don't know. I I don't There's have. Dailies, though. I don't. I mean, yeah, but I don't have to play Heroes of the Storm every day. You didn't have to play World of Warcraft every day either. Sure, I did. There's a yeah, yeah. You do. You gotta like. You gotta like log on to World of Warcraft. You gotta do your chores. They that that's you, that's you don't yeah. you don't have to. I didn't I didn't do that yesterday. Yeah, but I'm I'm still here. Nah, you're dead inside, officially. It feels that way sometimes. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Here, this storm is good. I, I, there's still dailies, although I've I've learned that you will get a daily for days you don't even play. You don't even have to log in to get a daily. Yeah, that's fantastic. If you just went into a coma for three days and you woke up, you'd you'd go log in. Here's the storm. You have three dailies, and it would be awesome. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Except for the whole being in a coma part. Yeah, but I mean, I guess. Do you lose a lot? Do you? Do you figure you lose a lot of weight when you're in a coma? No, probably not. But your body still needs to metabolize something to keep you alive, and you're not eating anything. I mean, yeah, you are. They feed you through a tube and stuff, dude. Well, they they really like put like they like cut up a hamburger and put it down a pipe and no, drop it I in think, your stomach. No, I think there's like a a medically approved like nutrient. Thing yeah, but that they feed that you intravenously. That's like so. Yes, you probably would. And so, and that's um, I mean, that's not just nutrients. It also has like, calories. Yeah, it's like basically glucose. It's kind of like feeding a plant. Oh, that's lame. Yeah, It'd be like a killer way to, to drop some poundage, man. Yeah, just uh, get get one of them comas. Yeah, like, and then all your muscles would atrophy, and then you wouldn't be able to stand up. You'd be Sick. like a newborn baby giraffe. That sounds so good. Sick, dude. <laughs> um, so, yeah, the daily quest system clearly incentivizes you to play every day. Yes. Also, right now, because they're all up on Diablo, every day you log in and you kill a treasure goblin, which spawns about 90% of the time at the beginning of the map in your camp and super easy to kill, Yep. you get 100 extra gold, which... Yeah, fuck it. Yeah, we play every day. We play every day anyway. I do. Like fucking kill that treasure goblin. I think I only have to kill twenty five more treasure goblins to get the the portrait. So you've played thirty five rounds, approximately thirty five or more rounds of Here's the Storm since Tuesday. Apparently, yeah. Jesus, man, I have a problem. That's a lot of Heroes of the Storm. I have a problem. Yeah, but we're gonna get through it together. Uh, no, I think we're just going to make it worse together. Oh, definitely. Okay. Are you are you comfortable telling everyone how much you spent on Here's the Storm so far? So sure. Far? <laughs> Why not? 
Um, I'll do, you do it first, and I'll do it. Uh, all right. Hold. On. I have to do some math. Hold on. Is it difficult math? Probably. Uh, this one. Oh, that's too much. And then, um, this much, and then this much, and then. Um, right, I believe in you. You can do it. Uh, hold on. Oh, I bought that skin. I bought that other skin. Um, probably like 150 bucks. Really? Yeah. Okay, how many individual heroes did you buy that weren't on sale? Two. No, because by... I'm only at... Unless I miss something. I've only spent about $60 on it. Proud of you. I I bought the Nexus bundle. I bought one of the bundles, one of the other bundles, and that was like twelve dollars. And then I bought Asmodan for five dollars. I bought I bought oh and and the starter bundle, which was only five dollars. I bought beginner both bundle of those packs because one of them was get was just get Jaina for four fifty. So I did. That was the one I got, but I had to pay for more, and then because I didn't buy Rhaegar with real money. <laughs> And then the other one, uh, I had two heroes in, and I got, like, I think I paid 12-something for it. So the weird thing about this game, for me, is that I'm being more cautious with my in-game currency than my real-life currency. That's when you know you have a problem. I have twenty. I have 22,000 in-game gold, and for some reason, I feel compelled to hang on to it. You should you should spend some you should spend some gold. I have plans to spend this gold. I'm going to buy Kalthos if I continue to like him when he stops being free cuz I really like him right now. Um Yeah. And then I don't know if I should have, I'm then the other the other 10,000 I'm either going to spend on the butcher or thrall. Mm. I'm probably not going to make any decisions until next week. I see who's on sale, but I say that I said that last week too. So yeah, you did. You're not going to spend any gold, and you're just going to be like sitting. I will. What? I will eventually spend gold. You won't. No, that'd be totally stupid of me to never spend it. Mm. Mm. No. I'm going to try and spend gold. Um, but the question is, I, I've never. This is. Definitely the most amount of money I've ever spent in a free-to-play game. Really? Definitely. Mm. I never spent any money on Hearthstone. I, I'm trying. I'm just trying to think. Like a couple of, like free-to-play iPhone games, I spent like a few dollars in. Yep. Like an average of like two. Mm-hmm. Um. Maple Story was like. Maybe not even twenty dollars. Hmm. You should just you should um, just fall into the rabbit hole and just start. Just. I'm. I already have. Good. Uh, I mean, I'm. Unless I really don't want the hero, I'm almost certainly going to buy the free to play hero every week. I just want not the free the the discounted hero rather. I just want uh, to have all the heroes. Uh, yeah, I guess that's the um, 
that's the goal here. That's like the point. That's what they want you to want. Yeah, and it's, it's, yeah, it's, they want you to catch them all. Yeah, they do, and that's that's fine. I, I'll I want them all. Uh, they the the nice thing though is that I'm almost done. I almost own all of them. I have like. Because it's like forty. It's like forty total. Yeah, I have like only twelve more. So it's like, well, all right, I'll be done in a month. Yeah, that's that's one way to look at it, right? But are you going to feel compelled to continue to play that game if you have all the heroes? I don't know. That's that's the question. It's like, well, what's the free to? Is, is the free to play draw good enough to like keep me well, going? Well, they'll. They'll also add more heroes. I mean, yeah, they're going to add Rexar, which I want to play as. Bad. Um, yeah, you're definitely going to buy that fool immediately. Yeah, I will. Which, I'm fine with that. Me too. I, I, suppo- I support that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, I kind of want to... I don't know, maybe I should save gold for him, although he'll probably come out at... 15,000, and that's not even cool. The, they always do that, though. The new ones always cost 15,000, and then they drop the week after. The week after, or like the pat next patch? No, it's the week after. Hmm. Yeah, I definitely... I know you were really looking forward to Monk Guy, but... Monk Guy is dope! I know you are looking forward to Monk Guy, but I am like... I have zero interest in, like, spending real money on him. I have, like, a lot of heroes to play as still. Mm. we got plenty of varied gameplay as it is right now. I'm going to see how, how I, like, really have to look at how much my interest in this game is going to continue. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Because I like it. I think it's a really good game, but mm. things are going to be happening later this year that will make me, like, even as soon as next week, or, like... Destiny, the Destiny expansion is coming in less than a month. Oh, no. It's going to be a big one. I'm kind of like... Don't play that. Things are going... Games are going to come out that will reduce my interest, and here's the storm. But right now, I'm, like, in super deep. So it's really interesting to think, like... Or to consider and ask ourselves why we think it's fine to spend this much money on a free-to-play game. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if it's, it's because it's Blizzard, and I'm like... I trust you guys with my money because you I've already given you so much of it. Right. Or if it's just the way it's presented and like the bundles and the dis like the weekly discounts makes me feel like I'm getting a good value even though over the course of it I'm going to be spending a ton of money. Yeah, but it's okay. It's fine. Just just spend the money. It's fine. I I am like Good. I definitely uh, no shortage of spending money. As I said, I've already it's been less than a week. I put sixty dollars into it. Yes. Yeah. Um. It's a real weird thing. It is. Considering like I I played. I want to say I a long time ago I played League of Legends for like a hot minute. Uh-huh. And certainly didn't captivate me like this. I certainly had no interest in spending money on it, even though it's basically the same model, the free-to-play model. Like, right. the whole buy your heroes, buy skins for your heroes, etc. Mm-hmm. Um, but doesn't captivate me at all. I think it's that Blizzard element. That Blizzard and thing, though. 
Yeah, you know, and also the accessibility. It's very accessible. I do like. Um, I do like the uh, the part where it's all the shitty parts of Dota Two have been removed, and then they just put in cool Blizzard stuff, which is awesome. Yeah, it's way an average match is way less stressful. Um, but I've also, and in terms of like, you start losing really badly, it's over relatively quickly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there have been plenty of matches that got one sided really quick, and I got like super duper frustrated at how badly we were getting fucked. Yeah, definitely. Uh, that definitely has happened multiple times. There's also some times where you get a, an advantage, and you and your team are just running around in a giant group just annihilating anyone who stands in their way. Mm-hmm. Yes. And then there's some matches that are just straight down the middle, like, st- struggles to the death, like, both both team has all their towers gone, person with the stronger zombie golem wins, basically. Mm-hmm. Like, that's happened, that's also happened multiple times. So, I mean, clearly it keeps that massive online battle arena thing yep. that everyone likes that's the really dynamic back and forth competitive elements takes out some of the bullshit and then makes it just generally more fun mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so it's really it's really remarkable in that way it does a lot of things that other MOBAs don't which comes back to what we were saying about Blizzard making the best of genres yep uh, which makes me kind of just makes me kind of look forward to Overwatch me too I'm scared uh, I really, I bet they, w- I would not be surprised if they did the same free-to-play, like, buy Heroes with Money thing. I think that's the plan, isn't it? Well, the thing, the problem with that, I don't even know if that's, if that's the plan or not, but here's how I could see that not working, mm-hmm. is there's only a certain number of heroes, like 12 or 14 heroes or whatever. Right. It's like Team Fortress 2 in that respect. Mm-hmm. And I think you can only play one per team. Yep. Unless it's not. Unless it is like Team Fortress 2 and you just have like 50 snipers on your team. It doesn't really matter. But I think it might be like... Unless that was just the thing that they were putting up for show. But my understanding of it was... It's like here's the storm. On each team you can only have one of those heroes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So if it's like... You have... Oh, there's... 12 heroes, and this week five of them are free, then, like, every mat, every lobby is going to be, like, those five heroes versus those five heroes. Right, right. Unless people start buying things as real money right away, which... I'm sure they will. There, there's going to be... People do, yeah, for sure. Uh, like, I remember my friend was saying about a stream he watched of Hearthstone, and the guy was like, well, I've never played Hearthstone before, so uh, let's play Hearthstone. And they just immediately just launch Hearthstone, shop... Buy a hundred packs. Uh, yeah, definitely. Okay. And just like, wait, you don't, you didn't have to do that, bro. You can just, pl- what? Okay. Whatever floats your boat, man. <laughs> Whatever works. Because like I said, I played Hearthstone pretty happily without ever spending money. But I also am sort of done with that game, so. Oh, man, Hearthstone's so cool. I'll play it again sometime. It's just gotten away from me. Yeah. You know? Not even, like, I'm not even saying it's, like, bad or whatever. Like, I would encourage other people to play it. Mm-hmm. It's just gotten away from me in such a way that I don't know if I can come back to it. There's, like, too much new, weird new stuff I don't understand. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
and the one player mode was just not what I wanted it to be. Like I thought like that was like they released like the the one player mode for the first time and I was like this is it. This is the moment that I become obsessed with Hearthstone. I was like, "Oh, it's just this." Oh, the tavern brawl. What are you talking about? No. Um, oh, the the. Oh, yes. Azrael Nerub or whatever, or Naxxramas. Yeah, it was. It was fine. I just. It wasn't what I wanted from it. I wanted it. I just. I just don't like playing competitive card games. I love competitive card games or collectible card games or whatever. Mm-hmm. I just don't like playing them with real people all the time. And yeah, I could play against some CPUs opponents with decks that I made from cards I grinded out the gold for, but like I can't get new cards just by playing against those CPU guys, so Yeah. Yeah, that's like I said before I think I actually said this before, but a long time ago, but I would pay like a fairly large sum of money to have a Hearthstone that was one player, even if I didn't get to keep any of my old cards. Like, completely two separate sets of cards. Which is totally stupid, and they'd probably never do. Yeah. But I would pay, like, a reason... I would pay, like, the price of an actual game to play that. See, I just... I just assume the people are just computer opponents, and that works for me. I don't really care. Yeah, I can... I definitely had to do a little bit of that. Like, I can... That's definitely a valid strategy. Yeah. But... At the same time, it's like always online bullshit, and like, I don't know, I don't know. It's man. Constant reminders that it wasn't. I just like, I just want like a oh you beat a uh, or like a story mode, and just like oh you beat so and so from the Scarlet Crusade thing. And it's like you get a pack. Like every enemy you beat, you just get like a pack. Mm-hmm. Like a la like the old like Yu Gi Oh games or something. That'd be dope. And just make a, a a deck. Like I don't want them to go like. The, the Magic of the Gathering, like, the duels of the Planeswalkers games are not really that good. Well, they're fine, but they there are not that many cards in that game. It's just like, you get a deck, and it's like, this is the red deck. And then it's got 60 cards in it. Oh, you beat someone? Well, your red deck leveled up, and now you can replace one of those 60 cards with this other card. Yep. It's like twenty different cards that you can like sub into your deck. I'm just like, no, this is stupid. Mean like, meanwhile, like rewind to like 2001 or like 2014 or 2004 rather, mm-hmm. and like Yu-Gi-Oh for the Game Boy Advance has like every Yu-Gi-Oh card in existence, and you can just put them in your deck, whatever order you want. I just I, the fuck happened to that? I don't know. You, you know what? You know what? You should look into. That's a real card game. Is <laughs> Netrunner. What is that? It's a. It's a. I'm googling it. It's it's it? it's it's not it's not a video game. It's a card game. No, sorry, but in, no, I can't do but that. Instead of buying booster packs, you just buy like the game, and then there's like expansions. So like everybody gets the cards if you buy um, the expansions. Um, so like it's a it's a card game where you have access to all of the cards. You don't have to like look for rares. Then I have to... Okay, so first of all, there's, like, a million expansions to this. There is. Yeah. Um, like, seriously, like, five. But then I have to meet with people in real life to play this game. Yeah, that's true. Actually, they did release a... Very recently, they released a Yu-Gi-Oh! game for next-generation consoles. I saw that. Yeah. Um, I played the demo of it. It like It's, like, an anthology of, like, the five Yu-Gi-Oh! series. Mm-hmm. I feel like there's been five of them. 
and do you just like play through the the history of them? Well, which is kind of cool. It's a kind of a cool idea. Uh, except that I didn't know. I don't know anything about the story of anything past like the original series. Yeah, me too. Um, but I I started playing it and I was just like. You, there's too much stuff in Yu-Gi-Oh. Yu-Gi-Oh like got weird. They added... Basically, every monster is an effect monster all the time. Yep. And there's just so many cards that... At one point, I knew, like, there are enough Yu-Gi-Oh cards that I knew what all of them did. Like, legit. Yep. All of them. And now it's just, like, every time a card gets played, I'm like, What is that? Oh, like, squinting. And, like, oh, what does that say? If a monster is flip effect, uh, mm, uh like, fuck this. <laughs> yeah. It's too much. And Hearthstone's going to be that way, too, almost. And Magic the Gathering has always been that way. You just have to keep playing Hearthstone and never get out of the meta, ever. So maybe Netrunner is the way to go. Because there's a certain number of cards, and then you can learn what they all do, and then everyone knows what they do. Right, and it's not not like pay-to-win, either. It's like... Yeah, if you don't buy the expansion, what do you need, well, do you need two? Do you need two sets of Netrunner cards? Um, or is it like I'm not sure actually? Or you can just like play like I know if like you had Netrunner. I came to your house. We would just like draft a deck out of all. Like we each draft a deck out out of all of the cards, and then we'd be able to play against each other. I know that um, if you buy like the first pack of Netrunner, like the starter thing, it has enough cards for two people to play. Because there's, like, different factions. There might even be enough cards for, like, four different decks. Oh, my God. Ryan, like... Hold on a second. Ryan's holding on. So you're saying, like... Okay, I'm looking at the Genesis Cycle data packs from... This is a part of Netrunner. Okay. And they have the What Lies Ahead data pack. And you're telling me that if, like, that thing has all... Always, when you buy the What Lies Ahead, it always has the same cards in it? Yes. Okay, that costs fifteen dollars. Base game is forty. Yep, that has six data packs, all for fifteen dollars. That has six data packs for all. So this is like Jesus. So that's like over four hundred dollars just in data packs right there, and they're not even all available right now. Yep, some are being printed, uh, some are still being shipped, some are not being. What does that one say? Awaiting reprint. They have deluxe expansions that cost $30 each. They have draft play sets. They're 5 to $10 each. Mm-hmm. So basically, if you wanted to own all the cards in Netrunner, which is possible because they're not... Like, you don't have to worry about buying booster packs and hoping you get the ones you want. But you're spending, like... Over $600 if you wanted to own all the Netrunner cards. Yeah, but you don't need to, is the thing. Well, I thought you you paged this, or you brought this to me as like a, here's a game where you can have all the cards. Okay, it's a game where you don't have to buy booster packs. And like, that is you cool. get a card you want. That, that seems... That's notable. Yeah. That's respectable. That's why but I, it I don't up. know I don't know if I have any interest in physical card games at all. I was cleaning my room and I, the other day and I found my Yu Gi Oh card deck. Really? 
my like not like it's a binder somewhere with like a bunch of miscellaneous Yu-Gi-Oh cards. Mm-hmm. But it's like my actual Yu-Gi-Oh card deck that I would use when I played against other people. And I didn't enter tournaments or anything because half those cards are banned in tournaments. Fuck that. Um, like cards like Dark Hole, Mirror Force, um, like basically every card that you remember being any worth anything worth any amount of shit. Yeah. Is either banned, restricted, or semi-restricted, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and fuck that. Which is another reason why the the uh, video games are so good because you can just you got that card, fucking use it. You, you can turn on like tournament rules, and they they take out like restricted cards and stuff. But why would you ever do that? No, you want I want to use all the cards, unless that would prevent other like computer players from using like. Because some of those cards are kind of cheap. It's like Mirror Force. Like, if your enemy attacks you, just destroy their all their monsters. Dope. It's like, yeah, but that's like, fuck. That's like, if that happened to you, that would fucking suck. Yeah, but deal with it. Yeah, I mean, that's th- those are your options. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So I feel like... Okay, so you look at the character selection screen, and here's the storm, right? Yeah. There's like 40 heroes? 38 heroes or something like that? Here's the storm? Here's the storm. I don't fucking know. I think there's 40. There's like 40 heroes or so. And there's room for like 15 more. Just in the, the, the bubbles yeah. that aren't filled in yet. I mean, they can clearly... They can absolutely change a UI and add room for fucking 200 if they wanted to. But there's at least 15 spots left. So, seriously... What heroes deserve to be in that game? All right, are you ready? I don't think you're ready. I don't know how many how many of these on this list we made are serious. Uh, all of them. All of mine are serious. Like, Fuck you. Like the Hearthstone Innkeeper. That'd be so dope. How? What would he do? Um, he would. He would um, shoot Hearthstone cards out of. His... You just want to have another playable dwarf, you freak. Yeah, I do. Why don't you fucking just like let me follow my dreams, okay? Jesus. Uh, I think the idea of having so you wrote number one a real ass druid. Yeah, Malf- I don't know what an I don't know what an ass druid is, but I'm interested. <laughs> Tell me more. I mean, Malfurion's cool and all, but he can't shapeshift, and fuck that. I want to be a bear or a kitty. Can Malfurion shapeshift? I'm sure he like, can, but in he does Heroes of the Storm, he does not. Like, what a wasted opportunity for like him to have a mount that's just him being a oh, fucking ram. The th- he is a. He's definitely a druid, right? Yeah, because he was always a. I mean, he was a keeper of the grove style hero in Warcraft Three, and those were freaky centaur people. Yeah, he's he's. I, they didn't seem like to me like they were druids. He's um listed as the first druid. Oh really? Yeah. That seems that seems unclear to me, especially in Warcraft Three, unless they like put some dialogue in about it that I forgot about. They might have. Uh, yeah, I think... So, like, who's a famous druid that they could throw in there and be famous? Ooh. And, like, be cool, would be cool. Like, people would be like, oh, That's I want to really that That's a really good question. Um, I'm gonna... That seems, that seems actually cool, though, because you could kind of spec him, like... Like, as you level him up, you could make him better at being a bear or, or better at being a cat. Yeah, definitely. That's got... That's actually got some serious actual gameplay potential. Uh, um, but I don't know who some famous. I don't know who famous druids are. I feel like he's the famous druid. He's the. He, we've had this. We've had this discussion before. Because we, we were talking about 
who would be the alternate druid in Hearthstone. Um, there's this guy, Fandral Staghelm. The I've never heard that name before Me in my entire either. life. He's another arch druid, though. Is he dead? No, he's alive. Um, there any famous like I, I'm trying to think of this like a horde druid who's famous. It's probably some. Oh, he turned into a fireman. Oh, for like like the Firelands thing. Yeah. Okay. I feel like there'd probably be a Torin somewhere who's a druid. I think so. You could like. Hamal Rune Totem. That's a name I've heard. Oh, yeah. That is a name I've heard as well. Yeah, he's the leader yeah. of the Torn people. He could probably turn into a bear. Oh, oh, definitely put that fool in there. All right, Hamal Rune Totem. Candidate for fucking Here's the Storm. Speaking of Torin, There aren't any? Sun... Yeah, there aren't any play... The, to- oh, the elite the, Torin, Torin chieftain. chieftain. I was like... Oh, wait a minute. That's not... What I'm about to say is not right. Ah. Um, I still want to see... So, who's that Draenei paladin guy who's part of the Draenor storyline? Oh, uh... Vindicator... Vindicator uh, Maraud, I think. Maraud. Okay, so we either need Sunwalker Desco or Vindicator Maraud. Um, Sunwalker Desco is a way better name, so we should pick him. And he's a big... He's a he's a paladin cow man. That so. sounds great. He's got he's got my vote. That but great. we also need more. Are there any playable Draenei in Hero this Heroes of the Storm? Negative. Let's get one in there, man. Uh so uh here we go. I'm gonna alter number eleven while you talk about uh number four. Okay. Ooh. Ooh, nice. Ryan did it. Okay. Um so I but the number four I put in as a joke. That's I put in Deckard Kane. That's not a joke, Nick. Every hero he wouldn't is be valid. able to do anything. He wouldn't do no, anything. He would. He, he, would, would, he, he would, would just. Okay. So okay. Aoe stun. Make you read his journal. And he, and then he'd have a, his ultimate would be stay a while and listen. Yes. That like stuns everyone nearby, and he could also identify parts of the map. Yep. That's and true. like she give you vision yep. to the whole team. Hey, we, we're building this character. You're welcome, Blizzard. It's the worst idea ever. They should just. Uh, be like, hey, give us $4, and he can narrate every map for you. That'd be great. <clears throat> I also thought that maybe having Deckard Kane's daughter in the game, or granddaughter, I have no idea what her name is, which is kind of embarrassing. Who knows? She's an archer lady. She's got a bow and arrow. But she's super mega dead. Diablo 3 spoilers. Oops. Yeah, she's super dead. I didn't realize that at first. I want to t- t- talk to you a minute about the end of Diablo 3. Okay. So, at the beginning of Act 4 of Diablo 3, uh, Diablo reincarnates inside of her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he, like, takes over her body and becomes incarnate again. And then, when you beat Diablo, you throw his, like, disintegrating corpse off of Sanctuary. And she does not come back. No. Like, she's dead. You killed her when you killed Diablo. And I literally just assumed, like, yay, we freed him from the spell, and she's fine now. And then I thought about it, like, a week later, and I was like, wait a minute. No. <laughs> uh, no. She's uh, she's gone. Yeah. Which was a little bit of a... Like, it's very, like, just heavily implied. Like, just her absence represents... 
they, they don't talk about like they never say that she's dead, but like I don't know, I don't know, maybe like that that part of your brain that m- makes you treat every story like a Disney story. Sometimes you just like assume that like everything's okay if they unless they tell you otherwise. But it's not. Nah, she's dead. She's super yeah. dead. Uh, this is so. We also had this idea that you just put like a bunch of robots, uh, all the world, like, all, all the Warcraft robots, just put them together. Blinktron yeah, like, three thousand. Yeah. Jeeves, uh, throw some, throw a Walter in there, Lost Viking style. Make them. Do or stuff. my my idea was to have one person control all of them. Yeah, that'd be cool. Like his Q is. Blingatron and his W is Walter or you know whatever you know it'd be super neat and probably make that probably have to be a gnome but probably well, like OP as fuck if like that three robot combo was like a laner slash uh, fortifications repair so like oh, that'd be cool. if you're defending one lane you can have like Jeeves or Walter repair a fortification while you sit there and kill stuff in the lane which would be super cool well, Jeeves would definitely be the repair bot. Duh. Or, like, he would shield allies or something. Mm-hmm. That'd be a really interesting support class, I feel like. Yeah, that'd be super neat. Uh, I don't know how seriously I want Millhouse Mana Storm in there. Well, fuck gnomes. Um, but he, yeah, fuck gnomes. I don't want necessarily more alliance mages, but he'd be kind of like, uh, arc- he's he's mostly arcane. Yeah. So we do some interesting stuff with having like an arcane mage as opposed to Jaina, who's like a hundred percent frost. Right. For whatever reason. Right. Is that canon? I think so. Yeah. Because she used. Yeah, I guess it is. I guess pr- pretty much. I'm trying to think back to Warcraft Three, where she was like the the mage hero for the story. Yeah, she used ice powers. She pretty much just had. Yeah, I mean, she, all they didn't really have anything else in Warcraft Three. They had Blizzard and Brilliance Aura and Water Elemental, and their ultimate was something. Yeah. Their level six skill. So, I mean, like, back in Warcraft 3 days, that's pretty much all they had. They didn't have the option of doing, like, fire spells or arcane spells or whatever. Uh, and at that point, you just add a, add a fire mage in there. Because Kael'thas doesn't count. Okay, that's fine. Because he's different. You just have to have, like... Actually, no, he kind of does. He knows Pyroblast. His, he makes a phoenix person that, like, spits fire. Yeah, that's not like a fire mage thing. Yeah. But one of his other ultimate is Pyroblast, which is a quintessential fire mage skill, mm. if I'm not mistaken. Fire fire mage is the, the spec I've played, like, the least of. Yeah. Like, vir- virtually zero. I don't play mages, so whatever. Well, that's why, you know, that's why I was talking about... Never mind. <laughs> uh, Leroy Jenkins. Yeah, sure. Let's do it. I feel like that's definitely something that they would do. And while we're at it, just throw Matt, Nat Paggle in there, too. Fuck oh, it. dude, Nat Paggle would be fucking dope. Uh, Hermit, Ness, Hermit Nessingwary, or whatever his name no, is. No, so Nat, Nat Paggle, like, his ultimate, you just, like, he, he throws his fishing line out, and then he comes back with a giant fish that just, like, wrecks everybody in a line. Or, like, it does a reverse line, so, like, you shoot it, like, a long distance away, and he gets a fish, and then it just, like, comes towards him. And it's everything in its path. Yeah. Uh, which would be interesting. Be stuff. Uh, what's that gnome guy, the Ernest Hemingway guy? I don't I don't know who that is. Hermit Nessingwary. Oh, have we had this conversation before? We might have. He's got, like, whole, like, legacy 
achievement like quest line things in like every expansion. Yeah, I don't fucking know. Like uh Negrand, the original Negrand, he was there and he's all like he's on a safari and stuff and he's in Skolazar Basin in whatever. Beats me, dude. Fuck you. Okay, that's fine. Um something from they should just put like just something from StarCraft in there. I don't know. StarCraft I don't is play, a game. I don't play I don't play StarCraft, so I don't know what the fuck they would do. They'll think of something. Yeah, probably. Well, the next hero to get added after Rexar is a is the medic. Uh, yeah, is that like an actual? Is that like an, actually like a hero? Uh, or like a a, a specific character from StarCraft? II? I don't know. I don't fucking know. It's like a medic bot that can like eat people and carry them places. Yeah, if they're low on health. It sounds interesting, but I just don't. Get, uh, they don't get the reference. All I know like, is I don't the, know who the, the, fuck that the hero is. will shoot a heal beam and uh, have grenades or something. Cool. Let's do it. Yeah. Um, Vulgen. Yeah, motherfudge and Vulgen, dude. Because I mean, even <coughs> just, I'm pretty sure Vulgen was like the voodoo master character in Dota Two. And he, you know, like serpent wards and stuff like that. And sure, yeah, um, all that stuff is definitely still like a serpent ward, like a ward placing character, healing ward, serpent wards. I mean, Rhaegar like, kind of does that in a way. Um, he has he has um, those. He has a couple totems. Oh, um, yeah. I guess that is a shaman thing now, isn't it? There's no like witch doctor. Like, WoW lore has kind of, like... Yeah, they, well, they, WoW lore has, like, removed the Witch Doctor. He's, like, not around. Um, yeah, that's kind of sad. They might bring him back for something. Who knows? Yeah, we could do some of that stuff. Give him big, bad voodoo. Yeah. Makes, like, everyone on your team invulnerable except for you. Yeah. Which would be not necessarily... Would be a very interesting ability. Mm-hmm. And then... You had a Prophet Velen. Oh, and I also... I have one more. Oh, you have one more. Um, but Prophet Velen, that'd be cool. Yeah, fucking dope-ass priest, Draenei man. Is he a priest? Yes. Oh, dope! I think they really need to add a priest to that game. Yeah, that'd be sick. Uh, and they should probably just get it over with and just rip off the band-aid and put Cadgar in there while they're at it. Um, fuck, fuck Cadgar, put Medivin. Okay. They both did they put they both turn into birds? Yes. Alright, I'm sold. Because that could be their mount. They just turn into a bird. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. That'd be great. It'd be a wizard man who turns into a bird. I don't even care which one. But if Cadgar is so like inside Warcraft's butt right now, I feel like You have a fuck Cadgar. I know, but he's gotta be like most realistic he's like the most realistic addition yeah. on this list. Unless they put in like Garrosh. Um, I can see them doing that. Garrosh would be okay, I guess. I'm not saying I'd like it or I'd play as him, but I can realistically see them doing it. Yeah, he seems, he seems, uh, he would seem to be too much like Sonya is currently, like, barbarian. Like, she's got the whirlwind, she's got, you know. Yeah, he could, like, oh, that's true, but he could do stuff more like what he did when he was a boss or whatever, and, like, could 
throw his throw gore howl and stuff like that. Yeah. Like have like some ranged abilities. That'd be cool. They could they could make it work, and it seems more plausible than some of the other stuff on this list. Yeah. Uh, although I see them someday adding Leroy, I, for it sure. Pro- it would probably happen sooner or later, because he's part of like the Warcraft. He's a, he's he, a, he's, he's like the he's, oldest Warcraft. He's, he's canon. Yeah. He's canon now. They made him canon they put, they, because he got a Hearthstone people... card. Yeah, exactly. He's a follower that they had to nerf in World Warcraft. Uh, basically, he was just he, he. That old meme was just everyone was just lolling so hard they had to make him canon. Yeah, which I'm perfectly fine with. Definitely, um, because the over the course of the past ten years, the lore of that game and like the culture around it around it has evolved in such a way that that kind of stuff is all just awesome. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Let's stop talking about this. Okay. Except you didn't play any other games this week. I didn't. So, podcast over. I played a little bit of other games, um, mostly in between rounds of Heroes of the Storm. Yeah, there you go. Uh, which is, that's one way to, to get them some things done. Mm, that's true. Um, I think we should take five, though, real quick. Sure. Take a little, take a little break, uh, and then we'll come back and we'll talk about a game that isn't made by Blizzard. Okay. Sir, excuse me, sir, sir, I'm looking for food, uh, specifically, hold on, specifically, a dip of some kind, maybe? Hmm. Well, uh, I have this nine-layer dip over here. Oh, that, that's, what are the the nine layers? Um, eggs, gummy bears, Mm -hmm. peanut Mm -hmm. butter. Please stop. Um, sh- sugar in the Please raw. Stop. Um, Please stop. <laughs> Help me. Uh, cupcakes. Uh, no, I was looking at something. I didn't necessarily want anything sweet. I was looking for something more savory. Oh. Additionally, yes. I didn't want anything that was really fattening. Oh. Uh, I don't really like, you know, like French onion dip. Yeah, I was going to get rid of that sour cream. pub cheese, but fuck that, I guess. Uh, no, I am lactose intolerant. Oh. And I cannot eat that. Um. Did I not mention that? I meant to mention that. Uh, how about hummus? Do you have any baba ganoush? No, uh, it's kind of like uh, baba ganoush. It's hummus. It's mm-hmm. sabra. I'm listening. S- ha- yes. Sabra hummus. It's vaguely me- heard med- 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 Mediterranean. Mediterranean. Terrestrial. What what is hummus? Uh, it's it's chickpeas. Are those how similar are those to garbanzo beans? Um, they're actually identical. What? Blow your mind, son. What? Get Sabrahanas today. It has it's it's good. It comes in flavors. Good. I like flavors. What kind of flavors you have? Uh, do you like garlic? Um, it's pretty Got good. Got that? You like roasted red peppers? I love roasted Got red peppers. Got that? You like everything bagel seeds? I got that. I do, actually, now that you mentioned that, uh, do you have asparagus hummus? Uh, no, you'll have to go to Whole Foods. They sell asparagus hummus. Uh, also asparagus have, water, if you're into that. Do you have cat food hummus? Um, no, because hummus is for people. I shouldn't feed my cat hummus? Probably not. What if I have a Mediterranean cat? Uh, 
Mediterranean cats are the same as regular cats. So, um, that was deep, bro. I'll take three hummuses, please. Sabra hummus. Is it homai? Hummuses? Homai? Uh, it's just hummus. It's like, a, what if I have? What if I have more than one of those? It's just just hummus. It's like amiibo. Oh, I'm very familiar with amiibo, so that helps me a lot. Um, uh, Sabra hummus. It's okay. Hummus is a meal. And we're back. Ryan, you didn't play any games this week besides Heroes of the Storm. Shame on you. Hey, you know what? I blame you. I could have beaten The Witcher 3 this week, and I it's didn't, all your fault. I was just, like, casually, like, let's play a couple rounds of Heroes of the Storm, see what you think. I didn't, I wasn't, like... Whatever. Water under the bridge. I, You've I was made not a, a drug. I'm not a, I wasn't, like, drug lord, like, being a drug lord about you, it. Like No, you're a drug lord. Getting you addicted to it. Like, I don't work for blizzard hey, don't make any no. money on the money you gave okay. me the taste and that's it i just didn't think it was an ad- like i gave you a taste of like peanut butter and i didn't think you were gonna get addicted to peanut no, butter you gave, but people you gave can me fucking get addicted heroin that's what you gave no, me no i didn't you were already on heroin you were playing world of warcraft shit if anything i gave you like crack no something mildly addictive Caffeine. Like, something habit-forming. I give you, you like... You gave me a pack of cigarettes. No! That's way too addictive for this analogy. I gave you, like, a, a sleeping pill or something, like... And you're like, oh, this is habit-forming. I need these forever now. Hey, man. Water under the bridge. Okay, so I played a di- some different games. That's unfortunate. Uh, no, I like these <laughs> other games that I played. So, I'm gonna mention this real quick, because I don't necessarily have... Not necessarily prepared to talk about okay, it, but that's fine. I played so the Black Ops Three multiplayer beta went live this week on PlayStation Four. Mm. It's a Call of Duty game. I forgot to mention that, but I mean, I didn't know, so thank you. Call of Duty Black Ops Three multiplayer beta only on PS Four. The nineteenth through the twenty third. It's when it's running. And so the day that it, like the day before it was happening, I realized that I already pre-ordered the Xbox One version of it. Okay. Um, because that's the system that I play Call of Duty games with my friends on, even though now PS4 is the primary system, like everyone like. Like, they get all the DLC first and all the stuff. The beta's out on that one first because of some... I don't know exactly how much money Sony gave to Activision, but that's how they that's how it will shook shook out this year, and for probably a couple more years to come. Um, and so it was out on PS4 first, and you had to pre-order it to get the beta, to get a beta code. Yeah, and I want to say like Tuesday or Wednesday, you get the Xbox One beta, and I'll obviously play a ton of that. But, like, the night before the PS4 one was going to go live, I was thinking, like, you know, I was talking to my friend, and I was like, the PS4 one starts tomorrow, I could, if I had a beta code for that, I could play it. All I'd have to do is just, like, pre-order it and then not pick it up. That's true. Yep. And then I went to bed that night, and the next morning, I woke up from a dream, and in this dream, I drove to GameStop, 
and put $5 down on Black Ops 3 for PS4 and got the code and played the beta and never went back for that copy of Black Ops 3 for PS4. Hmm. Because that $5 is just... I can use later next time I'm at GameStop. Although apparently an easier way to do it is order pre-order it on Amazon and they send you a beta code in your email and then you immediately cancel your pre-order because they don't charge you until the game actually ships. Yep. So maybe I should have done that, but whatever. Uh, I knew that they were still printing out codes at GameStop uh, and I was kind of curious whether or not they'd actually let me sign up for the beta now that it had started. They totally did. Mm. So I I played that. I played um, several matches of that. I'm like level 11 how, in the, how is the beta. It? Uh, it is Call of Duty. That's what I thought. Which the previous game, Advanced Warfare, was it also Call of Duty was was not Call of Duty. Oh, so it, they, it said Call of Duty in the box, but it was a crazy game where you just jumped around, double jumping, and like smashing, like repeatedly clicking the left stick to fly, like jumping four stories in the air, just flying around like a fucking airplane. Mm-hmm. And shooting guns at people, and that was and that's not Call of Duty. This game it plays more like Titanfall. Okay. Um, m- fluid movement, double jumping, but like you can't jump any higher than two stories. Got it. The maps are just you know there's two story buildings and like interiors, and you can wall run. Uh, you can mantle over things as you're running if you jump into them. You can grab onto ledges dynamically. Mm-hmm. It's very, it's fluid. It doesn't feel particularly like fast. Okay. Like. Uh, especially in comparison to Titanfall, which is the game, the first-person shooter I've been playing the most of recently. Mm-hmm. It doesn't feel super fast, um, but it's fast enough for like the map size. Map sizes are, are shrunk back down, which I really like. Uh, in Advanced Warfare, some of them got pretty fucking big. Mm-hmm. Um, I like it. It feels like Call of Duty again. My main complaint... and they, they So they added things like you get a, a special ability that you activate with like L1 and R1 that charges up over time a little bit like Destiny. Oh. Like your your super that just like or your yeah, your super move mm-hmm. or your ultra, I can't remember what they called it. That just charged up over time and then you, you know, deployed like the giant explosion bomb. Right. And like in multiplayer Destiny, every kill or objective capture got you a little bit closer to your super. It but it also just went up over time. Mm-hmm. It works exactly like that except you're that ability is determined by what they are calling your specialist, which is your like player character. Okay. There's like 12 player characters that have names and unique appearances, and they each have two different supers. One is like an offensive one that takes a little bit longer to charge up, and one's a defensive one that charges up a little bit faster. Mm-hmm. And you pick one of those, and then you play as that person. And then you pick your loadout. So like when you go into the match, you go in the lobby... You're st- or when you go into the match, you're stuck with whatever your score streak setup is and whatever specialist you picked. Mm-hmm. And then uh, you can pick your class, like pick your loadout. And the loadout is pretty customizable. It operates, it probably operates the most like Black Ops 2. You level up your guns, get new attachments. And then each thing you put in is out of 10 things that you can have on that class. And you can kind of say like, I don't want a third perk because those are garbage. Instead, I'd like to have an extra attachment for my gun. Sure. Um, which is something they've been, like that's like something they've been doing since Black Ops Two, mm-hmm. and has, has in in one form or another, and has worked well. Um, 
I think it's it's kind of it, it really does increase the amount of like customization you have. But part of me yearns for a time when I just had three perks and I had to use one of each. Yeah, because uh, it was just more simple. Nice. Uh, well, but it it, it works. It's great. Yeah. It, it plays good. Uh, it plays well. Um, even I had a couple connection issues in the the beta, but it's a beta, so whatever. Mm-hmm. My main complaint is player health is a little bit lower than I would like it to be. Really? Or what they call time to kill is too fast. Hasn't it always been um, that way, though? It Two different degrees, yeah. but games have... I mean, if you look at different games in the series and you play them as much as I have, mm-hmm. you can tell a pretty, pretty big difference between, like, the original Black Ops or Black Ops 2 versus... Modern Warfare 2 or Ghosts had the fastest time to kill, as far as I can tell. Like, you just died instantly in that game. It's just, that's the really frustrating part of the game, is when when you're getting shot and you can, like, turn and put up a fight, Mm -hmm. like, that's way less frustrating. That's like that, you're like, oh, I tried. I, 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 I did my best. Right. I didn't. I didn't get the kill. I died anyways. But I did my best. But when you're just like walking along and you just get melted for, out of nowhere and you're just dead instantly, mm-hmm. you just want to f- snap your controller in half every single time. Yeah, definitely. Like that's the frustrating part. Like if you're like, oh, I was in a gunfight and I fucked up. And you're like, oh, that was frustrating. But I guess I'll give it another shot. But when you're just like walking along and you get vaporized, that's when it's it's time to just like hit your your console with a hammer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I do hope that they they've said they very clearly that that's not like the whole point of the beta is they're still adjusting everything. Right. They got and they've actually stuff. they've adjusted things like that um after the release of the game as well. Yeah. So I need to figure out the right way to give feedback about it and to say, "Hey, here's here's my my official critique, being reasonable and not being an angry Call of Duty person." Mm-hmm. Because there's this the guy who works for Treyarch, the company that's developing this game. He's like the community manager. Yep. His name's David Von, Vondahar. Mm-hmm. Vonderhar? Uh, and he specifically said, like, hey, I'm looking for, like, valid critiques of the Black Ops 3 beta. And, you know, we'll take your comments really seriously because we care about the community. But if you act like a fucking asshole yep. and just they're not going to listen, like, we're going to laugh at you. Like, if you're just like, hey, you game sucks. you going to kill you in real life. You don't make player health higher. Like... That's going to get thrown away. Mm-hmm. So my official critique to them, I'm trying to, I need to find the best way to tell them this, like on Twitter or whatever, is be like, "Hey, there's a lot of cool stuff going on in this game, but I feel like I'm there are certain things I'm unable to enjoy because of the low player health. Like I'm too busy. Like, hey, cool, I can wall run, or I can do this, or I can use my super, and then I just die instantly. I'm just like, well, that wasn't very enjoyable. <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean? Definitely. Like it's like if I was able to. To, like, more, like, capitalize on, like, the advanced movement and, like, find better, like, vantage points to, like, get to points. And I I, I can't even quite explain it. Like, different strat I can't mess with strategies. The only thing I can do is just run and try and shoot someone before they shoot me. That's, like, the only thing I can do in this game. Because otherwise I'll just die. Okay, secret. Yes. Maybe that's because it's bad. That sounds like a really bad time. It sounds the, very when it, not fun. I'm. I think part of it. I need to get back to used to playing Call of Duty again, but I was not doing well in the beta. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I also was just playing by myself with just random people. Sure. Um, but I. Yeah. I mean, 
when it's bad, it's bad, and when it's good, it's good. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know, I'm not completely discounting what you say, but it's just it's a different style of shooter. Yeah. And if they're going to make it like super arcadey like that, then they should own it. But if they're going to be adding like tons of game modes and specialists and movement things, then they have to kind of give us a little bit more room to work with instead of just killing us instantly sure. every single time. Right. And there's also been a couple times, and I I think this is this isn't the first time it's ever happened in Call of Duty, but like there'd be times where like I would, you know, let's say like two like there's like a doorway. And, like, me and another guy, like, we strafe, like, across the door. We see each other. Mm-hmm. And I'll start shooting him. He'll start shooting me. And then I die instantly. Yeah. And I watch a kill cam. And according to the kill cam, like, he, it seems like he had a view of me far before I had a view mm-hmm. of him. And I don't know if that's just the way the kill cans are processed or there's, like, lag compensation things happening. It certainly isn't the first time that I've ever experienced something like that in a Call of Duty game. Right. But I don't know if that's because it's a beta or it's because, you know, I don't know. Because, like, some of the other games really struggled with lag compensation. Mm -hmm. And basically it was like, if you are the host or your connection is just really good, we're going to slow you down. We're going to compensate for everyone else's shitty connection. Really? Um, Which I'm pretty sure all games do that because you almost have to. Right. Otherwise, it's just the person. It's like an internet war. Fucking, it's fucking Quake in two thousand right. and or whatever. And it's just whoever has the fastest internet automatically that wins. Sucks. So they need to find the right balance of that. Um, but everything else seems great. I, I the massive played are cool. I haven't really noticed a problem with spawning, but every game like. In Call of Duty games, everyone is running everywhere all the time. Yeah. There's going to be a l- plenty of times that you spawn and someone is already, like, running towards where you spawned, like, by complete coincidence. Mm-hmm. The game says, like, oh, this area is safe. But someone is just hauling so much ass to that point that by the time you actually spawn, it's not safe anymore. Right. That's going to happen. But I, I, in the matches I played, it wasn't, like, a big problem. So hmm. uh, I'm going to pass judgment on it after, probably after the Xbox One version is over and i can play with my friends and stuff yeah but uh yeah that's it's a call of duty game again i like call of duty games i'm glad you do i guess (laughs) why can't you be happy for me ryan Uh, because call of duty is bad why it's not fun i think it can be fun maybe it's because i'm just really bad at it i don't like things that i'm bad at it's it is it's the kind of game that like when you have a significant number of bad games, you're just well, like, fuck this. I never want to play this game yeah, again. Yeah, that's me. That definitely happens. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually almost I struggled that with just even the beta. Like, I was just losing so badly, like, a couple, couple times in a row that I seriously was just like, I'm done. Like, I don't want to play this game anymore. Yeah, definitely. This is not fun. Even though, like, later I'll come back to it and... Like, yeah, yeah I win one. I'm like, I'm like, yeah, this game's fucking great. Yeah, yeah I'm winning. Well, I think a lot of competitive games are like that. I guess. Uh, I think... I, mean, I guess Heroes of the Storm is a little bit different because... I, yeah, I, mean, I, I mean, there have been some pretty bad losses. I mean, but you're still making but, progress. So I guess Yeah, and you still, like... I've, I've never been discouraged after a match to be like, I don't even... I'm so bad, I don't even want to play this game anymore. I'm like, I'm just going to switch my hero and, like, give it another shot. Yeah, exactly. 
You switch up your hero, you get a new build or whatever. And, you, you... and there were there been plenty of times. Yeah, you go to icyveins.com. Oh, yes. Um, and uh, there's been plenty of times that I like have have lost just many many rounds in a row, and I felt a little bit discouraged, but I never wanted to just stop playing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But but that's the Call of Duty is just like it's aggressive. It's like visceral. Like when you die, you're just like, Fah! yeah. Like it's it's different. It's uh, ultimately. Uh, here's the storm. It's just a more laid back experience. It's like you lose, just like oh no, man, it's cool, man. Definitely. Oh, well, some people get really heated playing that game. Yeah, like you. Yeah, I get heated playing that game. Yeah, like now that you've played it for like a week, you think you're the goddamn like master of here's the storm, and telling other people that they what do you think this is League of Legends? I like to do that. Makes me happy. I think part of you like you're just like it's a joke, but part of you is like I'm being dead serious. It's mostly a joke. Mostly. Yeah. Frostborn Hungers. Frostborn Hungers. Right, I want to talk to you quickly oh. about the best new IP RPG developed specifically for a handheld. Whoa, are you talking about Yokai Watch? Hmm. That game's not out yet, so I don't okay. know. It's not out until November 6th what are you talking about? in North That's America. really exciting. I'm talking about Golden Sun. All right, a I think 2003 RPG developed by Nintendo and Camelot for the the Game Boy Advance. Yeah, that that game's fine. That game's really good. It's the best new IP RPG developed specifically for a handheld, as far as I'm concerned. Unless you can think of one, <laughs> unless you can think of a new IP RPG developed specifically for a handheld. Uh... And Kingdom of Heaven is not a valid answer to that question. I don't know what that game is, so. It was a through an action RPG for the PSP, like a super early PSP game. I mean, yeah, I don't have I don't have uh, an answer for that. Exactly. Yeah. That's because Golden Sun is the best new IP RPG developed specifically for a handheld. Okay, bud. <laughs> it's really good. It's it's like a classic like JRPG style. You get four members of your party, and they all hang out together forever. And there's like it just does a lot of things that RPGs weren't doing up to that point. Yeah. Um, like, for instance, you could actually use your spells, and then you'd get some, some of your, like, resources back by walking around. Mm-hmm. It weren't just like, oh, you cast fire three times today? I guess you can't do that anymore. Right. Why didn't you save it for the boss, you fucking idiot? And you're like, because I had to use it on... So I'm sorry. And they have this whole system of these elemental spirits that are simultaneously, like, a, it's a whole new way of doing combat and it also is like a class change system yes so each of your four members of your party have an elemental affinity and then there are these elemental spirits that each have their own elemental affinity and depending on which spirits you equip to them their class changes and their stats change and they get new abilities and then each of them if they're equipped to you you can use them in battle to use like a special effect like bl- damage and blind an opponent or increase your team's defense right. or something right. and then once they're they've been used they're on standby and the spirits that are on standby you can use to use to execute powerful summons that damage all of your opponents that's cool. and then after the it is cool yeah. shut up <laughs> and 
after they've been summoned, after you use them to summon, then they go into recovery mode, and a couple turns later they become re-equipped to you, which means your stats go back up, and then you can unleash them again if you want to. So I've very I've played this game many many times. I played it. I, I don't know what compelled me to buy and play Golden Sun when it first came out, and I think it was two thousand and three. I'm just gonna double check that. Uh, who knows? Uh, I'm pretty sure it was somewhere around there, and it it oh, it was two thousand and one that we got the original game in North America. So I was eleven years old. When this game came out, mm-hmm. it came out. It came out. Oh, yeah. So it was like November two thousand and one. I don't know what exactly at this point. Like I hadn't really played that many RPGs. I think I'd pretty much only ever played like Chrono Trigger. Sure. Um, which that's a good game. Yeah, Chrono Trigger's good. I I don't know what compelled me to um. To pick up Golden Sun, but boy, am I glad I did, because that game is really good. I played it a lot when I was a kid, and I played it a lot over the years. Um, and I had a very particular way of playing that game that I kind of have been trying to try it a different way. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I'm like I'm playing it on the virtual console for the Wii U right now. Yeah, and I'm like maybe halfway done with the game. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, making some good progress. There's a lot of, like, weird JRPG, like, dumb cutscene stuff in that game. Of course. Like, the story is a little bit silly, but you know what? They went for it. And I don't know if it really stacks up to, like, modern... Like, mo- we, we if, since that's one, in terms of RPGs, we've come a long way. But I think it's still really good. It's one of my favorite games ever. It's one of my top... Nine favorite games ever. I don't like that game. Why not? It. I don't know. It never grabbed me, and the uh, just never. It never did it for me. I think it's just as good as any of the Final Fantasy games from like around that time or earlier. Yeah. Obviously, like games like Final Fantasy Nine that had the ability to like have that ridiculous scope on multiple discs, just like huge adventures. And then, like, voice acting and stuff later, like, yeah. But they did so many cool things in this. Like, the puzzles are, you can solve, like, using your, well, sometimes they require you to use, like, your abilities, because, like, certain spells you can use on the field to move blocks and things like that. Yeah. It just, it did it did stuff that other games hadn't done, uh, and there's still things that it has done that games have not done since. Um. I don't know. I think it's a really good game. And the second game, that's also... This is what kind of prompted me to start playing the first game again. Yeah. second game is out on Virtual Console now. That game is huge. That's like a, a way later um, title yeah. uh, in terms of GBA. It's huge. And honestly, okay, so for in terms of a GBA game, mm-hmm. it looks pretty good. Yeah, totally. It's um, It's got some, some pretty lush... Sprites. I did like the way that game looked. Especially for 2001 on a handheld system. Yeah. Uh, it's really jaggy playing it on a TV on the virtual console. Oh, I bet. Well, I mean, I played on the on the gamepad almost exclusively, but 
it it's got some lush sprites and those summoning animations they went dude they, they went, went for, for it. it yeah it was like that game looks really good and I would encourage I mean if anyone wants an RPG to play it's a real easy get on the Wii U Virtual Console yeah that's true okay so the the Lost Age the the sequel came out almost two years later uh, and that it continues a story in I think like a super interesting way by giving you a new party composed of characters from the first game basically uh-huh. like secondary type characters and they, they become your playable characters and it takes like a whole different perspective and then you get spoiler you can like carry your game over from the first one and have the original party joins you like at the end of the game mm-hmm. uh, it's just it's super dope it's a shame that the third one isn't nearly as good as the other two Dang it. But, yeah. It, it, I mean, it was, it's an interesting idea. It picks up, like, several years later, and you play as, like, some of the kids of the original protagonists, uh-huh. and, like, some of them are, like, some of them are married and whatever, and it's like, a really good idea. It's just, it was, for the, it was, like, for the DS, and it was, like, 2008 when it came out, and something like that, and it was just, like, no, it was later than that, mm-hmm. like, 2010, and it was just, like, still too old-fashioned. Like, if it had come out in 2005, like, it's, like, a, like two years after the second one came out, mm-hmm. it would have been like, holy shit. This is incredible. But it was just a little bit too old-fashioned. Although I should probably give that a fair shake at some point. It, I, I, it was a DS game. I would not be surprised if they put that on the virtual console, too. Oh, uh, odds are high. Yeah. And especially because it's a Nintendo game, right. and they can actually do that without licensing issues. Right. And as much as I don't like that game, I'll still probably buy that shit again. Yeah, it was it was um, directed by um, Iwata. Oh, really? It was yeah, because the first two were directed by the then president and CEO of Nintendo, mm-hmm. and so when Iwata took over, he did the next one. He's, he's, I guess he was like, "That's what they do with Golden Sun games. If you're the CEO of Nintendo, you just you make that shit. You make you direct those yeah. games. Also, the team composer, the music is." pretty good mm-hmm. I and mean, it's gonna sound a little bit weird if you just like listen to it because it's a gba game there's some really cool they made it one of the songs made it into smash bros brawl i can't remember what map it was on oh yeah but versus meteor dragon or i can't remember exactly what the final boss the second game mm-hmm. is some of the music's really cool it, uh, music was developed it was composed and arranged by motoi sakuraba yeah which you may not recognize the name nope. But he's done there's some Star Ocean games. Hmm. He's done tons of Tales games. Hmm. He composed music for Baden Kato's Eternal Wings and the Lost Ocean, which is a super underrated, really good RPG for the GameCube. Is that that one that I, I like legit gave to you because I'm like, this game sucks? No, I bought that for real. Oh, okay. That was... That's the, the one... With the really bad voice acting that you... It's like a card battle game. Oh, that game's trash. Uh, no, that game's good. Trash. Why? Trash. It's bad. Because card battles? No, that game's just bad. It did some really interesting things. Like, you had to, like... You got your cards. You made a deck for each character, and you got the cards, and you had to, like, make straights and flushes and stuff like that. Mm. Or to, like, do extra damage. Uh, and they also had this system where cards would change over time, like in game time. 
But Nick, it so, only gets a 75 Metacritic. That's pretty good for Metacritic, for, for games. Yeah, I know. I, I think you're implying that's way lower. Like, you're saying that game's bad. I expect it to be, like, a 60. I was trying uh, to use it. On, I was like, there's no way this game is good. And then it was green. And I'm like, oh, okay. Well, I'm not... Yeah, that's weird. Green goes all the way down to 75. I'm not saying it's, like, the best game ever. But I think it's super underrated. I think you're saying uh, it's the best game ever. Some of it, some of it is misunderstood, a misunderstanding about it. Mm. I think, and they did this thing so like you'd have like a grape card that would heal like seventy HP, and then like an hour later it would turn into like rotten grapes that you could like, throw at your enemies for like two damage, mm-hmm. and then after that it would become wine, and it would heal like one hundred fifty HP, and then like several hours later after that it would become, like, sacred wine, like, glorious wine, like, the best wine ever, like, perfectly aged. And then, um, that would, like, bring people back from the dead and stuff. And then it would just become vinegar, like, 30 minutes later. Weird. It was a cool system. Okay, so, Motor Sakuraba, right? Okay. Lots of Tales games, Eternal Sonata, um... Tales of the Abyss, Bonkato's Origins, I don't even know what the F that is. Tales of Vesperia, Infinite Undiscovery, Half Minute Hero. Mm-hmm. These are these are ringing bells. Yeah, right? these are Resonance all games of Reson- Resonance of Fate. What is That's, that? Um, PS3 slash Xbox three sixty weird RPG game that I hated. There was a Bonkato sequel? Yeah. Oh, it's a prequel. How did I never play that game? Huh? I never even beat Bonkato, so it got really hard at a certain point. Oh. Well, um, that's right. Okay, and then, okay, so Mocha Sakuraba, I'm eventually getting a Tales of Graces F, blah, 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 blah. He also did the music for Dark Souls. Hmm? He's like, I guess he's just in-house, like, he does a lot of Namco Bandai stuff. Sure. Yeah. He did. He did the music for Kid Icarus Uprising. I, I don't like that game. I know you can't play it because you're left-handed. Yep. He played keyboard for Bravely Default soundtrack. Really? Huh? Yeah. He, he works a lot with Nintendo. He does a lot of stuff for Bandai, obviously. Doing the music for Star Ocean Integrity and Faithlessness. That's a bad name. It's still a bad name. I for- please change it. I forgot it. about that name. It's still bad. Bandai, please change it. <laughs> Bandai, please leave. Uh, please leave. Bonkia's Origins. Oh man, they gotta they gotta figure out a way to get. They got Wii games on the on Wii on Virtual Console. They need to put GameCube games on Virtual Console. I'm sure it it's- will. And they have to let us play them with GameCube controllers using our adapters that are only for. Smash Bros. Let's talk about news. Just saying. Yeah, let's talk about the news. <laughs> so, GameSpot recently did an interview with a Hearthstone man. A Hearthstone man? The, the Hearthstone man, in fact. Let's see if I can actually bring up the uh, the article here. I already had it open, but I guess I'm an idiot. Uh, 
Hamilton Chu. He's the executive producer for Hearthstone. Mm-hmm. And he said, we want Hearthstone to be around for 10 to 20 years. Yeah, sure. That's what that's what Blizzard does. And then they went on to discuss about how really shit would work keeping a, a game like that around for that long. That sounds cool. Um, I feel like if they want to be the next Magic the Gathering, they need to, like, really... I don't know. There needs to be, like, catch-up mechanics besides dumping a billion dollars into Hearthstone. Yeah, but then you risk, like, alienating the people who already did that. Yeah, I guess. But uh, that's something that everyone... Like, I mean, Destiny is only in it's going to be starting its second year. It's already dealing with that. So a game that they want to be around for 10 or 20 years, that shit's just going to have to happen, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. The people who have been playing the whole time are going to feel a little bit slighted, but that's just how this works. I guess. Uh, so they asked him, basically, if one of the ways that they were thinking about... So they're like, okay, so you're going to be 10, 20 years, you're going to need to, like, cut down the number of cards. You can't just keep adding cards. You have to cut cut away some of the ones that are already there. Yeah, and he basically said that that's something that they thought about, but it, that's like the biggest issue they have to address. He says there's no easy answer to that. Mm-hmm. Uh, that'd be super kind of fucked up if just you know, especially you're paying real money for cards, and then you're like, oh yeah, that card doesn't exist anymore. If they turned it, you're like, well, fuck. If they turned all the cards that don't exist that you own into dust, that's fine with me anyway. Uh, they'd have to give you, like, more dust than you normally would get for disenchanting Why? them. Because they're forcibly taking them away from you. Eh. They have to give you, like, a bunch of new cards based on what got taken away from you so, so that you wouldn't feel like you got, like, slighted. Mm. Nah. Well, they mean that's not, well, not what you want, but I'm sure there's plenty of people who would start a riot if you took away, like, the cards that they were already using. Probably, but... Especially if someone, like, made a deck and, like, they just played it a lot and they made a deck, like, in vanilla or whatever, and then, like, later they just delete a lot of those cards and they have to, like, remake their whole deck or they have to... I mean, the meta changes all the time anyway. There's a lot of cards that people used to use that they don't use now. That's so, true. I guess you're really, if you get rid really of, following If you get it. rid of those cards that people have, like, moved on from because they've made cards that are like those cards just better, it's totally fine. For people who are really into the meta, yeah. yeah. But I don't know. I don't know. I, I I just I feel like there's gonna be at least a certain amount of the player base that feels slighted if they do something like that. Maybe. Um, they also they also talked about how they kind of want to um, have, introduce a uh, console version of the game at some point. That'd be cool. They said the phone and tablet version took a lot of work, mm-hmm. so they're kind of getting around to it slowly. Yeah. Uh, but it, it sounds like something they're interested in, and it would definitely work. Sure. Yeah, do- totally. And especially, like, all that free-to-play stuff is built right into consoles now, so <laughs> I think Woo! that'd be cool. Just get more people playing your Consumerism. game. Consumerism. Well, yeah. I think, ultimately... The PC will still be the best way to play that game, but uh, I, I, Hearthstone on iPad is really is really solid. Oh yeah, you're you're right. What is? Th- but I I can't imagine if you're choosing between console and PC, 
Unless you just really want to sit in front of your TV. Not not particularly for Hearthstone. Like, if I want to sit well, in front of my TV, I'll a, just put it on the iPad. Well, yeah, but I'm saying if you don't have an iPad. I feel like that's a casual enough game that you might just want to, like, sit on your couch and play with a controller. Maybe. That'd be kind of cool. Yeah. You can link all your accounts together and stuff. Yeah. But they got 10 to 20 years to figure it out, so... Woo. Great. <laughs> Maybe, you know, maybe they keep Here's the Storm around for 10, 20 years and won't feel so silly for spending money on a free-to-play game. I mean, probably it will. Sure. I think I think they will. Hey, so, Ryan, Twitch is playing Dark Souls. That can't be going well. Uh, they... They figured out a way to make it go well. So at first, like, seven... It started seven days, 15 hours mm-hmm. ago. And when they first started it, they just pooped it out. <laughs> they... It was just... Dark, Twitch plays Dark Souls, Anarchy all the time. You remember Twitch plays Pokemon? Yeah. Anarchy versus Democracy, all that yeah. stuff. So they just kind of just put it out there. They said, like, here are the, the commands that you can suggest. Like, you can say, roll, move forward, you know, attack. It, it was, like, it's really complicated because they had, a, like, a diagram set up, like, for each button. Mm-hmm. Um... And, like, you wanted to hit, like, the equivalent of right trigger, you had to type in these letters. But now they have whole new systems to try and streamline the process. So for, it took them, like, forever to... I you know, I got to... Remember the tutorial area from that game? Um, no. So the tutorial area for that game, you go into this room and you fight this boss... And you can't fight him. You have to escape out the side door mm-hmm. and go around the rest of the tutorial and come back and kill him. I was watching it when they first launched it, and within like the first twenty-four hours or so, they managed to get into that door somehow using just straight real-time anarchy mode. Just every command. As soon as the character was ready for a new command, mm-hmm. the first person who got a Twitch, who got their command in through Twitch, uh. Just it just did that one, like whichever one it was when it was it was waiting for one, it saw one, it did it, whatever it was, yeah. um, including like, you know, like roll is a command, even though it's technically like two inputs. Right. They they made it that way, so you could say like roll, roll right, or whatever, whatever the equivalent to what you had to type in to do that. And if it was ready for a command and your thing hit, it would just roll right. They actually got out of the area with a boss, got the next bonfire. Mm-hmm. But that next corridor is, like, a tutorial for how to use a shield. It's just this one guy, an archer, just shooting an arrow all the way down it. And, like, halfway down, you can duck to a room and pick up your shield, and then you're supposed to use it to, like, put it up to your face and walk down the hallway blocking all your arrows and then kill the guy. Super rudimentary stuff, but it took them, like, they were stuck there for over five days. They couldn't get through that area. I'm not surprised. Because of, like, the batshit craziness of, you know, anarchy right. mode and just real time. So they introduced a lot of new things to make the game playable. Mm-hmm. So there's anarchy and democracy. Okay. Uh, right now they are very much in a state of democracy. They have it set up to either do baby steps or auto walk, which is, like, when you input a command, will you just kind of inch forward or will you just walk longer distance? And, like, the more people who vote one way or the other, it adjusts exactly how long you walk with each step. Okay. Um, right now, there you can also set it to you can vote to unban the menu or ban the menu because 
opening up the menu because you can still move around and the game is still happening when you're paused. Yeah. It can kind of screw everything up. Definitely, yeah. If the menu is open. Uh, and then there's also the biggest thing is they've added in a feature to vote for having a delay between actions. Mm-hmm. So in democracy mode, uh, the like the entire game stops for a second and then takes in all the votes. Okay. And then you move. God, that's going to take forever how, for, like... Yeah, that's how they beat the first geez. boss. Uh, just by every two seconds, it stops for, like, 20 seconds. Yeah. And takes in all the votes, and they say, all right, now's a good time to attack. Mm-hmm. Which is probably the only way that this game is possibly playable. I actually think it's really clever. Okay. But it's not fun. Like, watching them just, like, flail around, uh, just in anarchy mode, real-time anarchy mode that first day, Mm -hmm. was extremely amusing. But, yeah, I mean, I think if we just, like, brought the delay down, so you could vote on inputs, but there's less time to vote for each one. Mm -hmm. I think that that'd probably be a really good idea, because right now, like, I'm watching it, and it's super boring. Definitely, yeah. I feel like that's just a really poor game to Twitch chat play. Oh, I think that's part of why they chose it. The novelty of, like, Dark Souls is the hardest game or whatever, you know? Like, so, wait, we beat beat Pokemon, let's move on to something harder. Dark Souls. I mean, if Twitch can beat Dark Souls and I can't beat Dark Souls, I'll feel really bad. I was actually... I, I I think I made that comment yesterday. Yeah, I just... I think that it's... I think that that'd be really tragic. Mm-hmm. Me too. I was, I was thinking that. Because you need to just... You should just play Dark Souls. Just beat Dark Souls. I should. I think you have it in you now. I think you have the power. Maybe. So we'll see. Uh, that'll probably just run forever, and they'll never get really anywhere. I mean... Yeah, okay. That's fine. It's arguably better for a Twitch chat anyway, because it's just like, all the Pokemon... They like, went through every Pokemon game ever. Oh yeah, I forgot they did all of them. Like, I I think at one point I saw Twitch plays Pokemon Stadium. Like, I think I saw that happening. Well, there was also a lot of imitators. No, it was the official channel. Well, I'm just saying, like... Oh, but yeah, yeah, I get, I, get, I get what you're saying. Once Twitch Plays Pokemon got big and started doing all the... Like, all the different ones, they just, everyone... Things like that were coming out of the woodwork. Mm-hmm. I think this is maybe the most fascinating example of it, but it's because it's so bonkers and impossible and stupid. Yep. Because uh, Twitch Plays Pokemon was definitely conceivable. Mm-hmm. Uh, there were, I mean, there were some times that they couldn't, they just couldn't get their shit together, like, for 24 hours at a time. Or, like, two entire hours of them being stuck in Cinnabar Island because they got trapped by a trainer. Hmm. And they just had to walk, like, back and forth until they waited out. Yeah. Uh, that was, that was a real interesting moment. Mm. But this game is just, without the democracy and delay and stuff, it would have been completely insurmountable. They never would have beaten it. Um, now it's just going to take forever for them to do it. And they still probably don't, it's going to be really hard to do. Yeah. Although, it's, you can basically, like, 
it's almost like a tool assisted speed run with those delays. A little bit. Like yeah. you can stop and like really think about what the best action next mm-hmm. is. Uh, I think even with like poor equipment, you could theoretically like a professional Dark Souls player was doing it. Mm-hmm. Then you could like perfectly like see the attacks coming and dodge them, and with enough trial and error, like no matter what, like soul level one, whatever, they could be able to eventually win. Mm-hmm. But that's not what's happening here. No, definitely <laughs> it's not. just a giant clusterfuck. The next Splatfest teams have been announced. Uh oh. Autobots versus Decepticons. Fuck. Because cross promotion. Yep. That's why. That's the worst. Eh, it's not the worst, but it's a little bit weird. I kind of like the goofy way they were doing it before. No, I, w- I want yeah si- silly. Things. I want them to compare like oranges to hedgehogs. In uh, the UK, one of the one of them, the last one was sleeping versus eating. Fuck! What one? I don't know. No. Okay. I think sleeping. Uh, eating, eating wins. Good. Like, the first one in Japan was bread versus rice. It's still like, my favorite bring one. bring on this silly yeah. shit. Like, I don't care how much money, uh, fucking whoever owns, Mattel, wants to give you for Autobots versus Decepticons. Although, if you're a fan of Transformers, the shirts you can get for your Splatoon person are pretty cool. Yeah. Pretty solid. Like, just like, it's like just their logo, that which is like, you know, very iconic. So if you're into that shit, that'd be cool for you. But, yeah, fucking weird. Man. Still, I still, I would tell myself I want to log in and just, like, pick a team, just so if they, on the off chance they win, I get something. But I haven't played that game in a while. Me too. I kind of forgot about I it. I need to, I, I kind of did too. But I, it's, which is weird, because I like it. I liked it. I liked my time with it a lot. I'll say it once. I just. I've said it once. I'll say it again. It's fine. Yeah, I think maybe we should go back in now that there's, like, more game modes and shit like that. Mm. More weapons. Mm. Okay. If you ever stop being addicted to Heroes of the Storm. So, last week, they made... So, Destiny. Oh, no. Give me a second here. Destiny, right? The worst game ever made. Shut the fuck up! That's such a gr- okay. First of all, it's still a functioning, like really snappy, good game. It looks beautiful in HD and is like functional and good. So it's better than ET for the Atari Twenty Six Hundred. Nothing's better so than ET for the Atari. Shush! It's better than Sixty Man it's Superman Sixty Four. Nope. So they have this ex- particular exotic rocket launcher called the Galahorn, and it's super powerful. And when you shoot people with it, it creates a bunch of other, like, aggressively tracking and very powerful explosions that that find your enemies and destroy them. Super coveted, super rare, everybody wants it, it's the best weapon in the game, everybody uses it. At any given moment, 30% of people have the Galahorn equipped. Mm. And that's crazy. It's like, it's, 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 it's the thing about that, like, it's the one, you know, and they kind of, games kind of need that, but at the same time, developers don't necessarily want that to happen mm-hmm. like they don't want everyone to have the same guns they don't want everyone to use the same guns they want to make it make all the guns good so that people use a variety of different things 
So, we talked about the nerfs that they were doing. It was included in the nerfs because too many people were using it, basically. And so, they wanted to discourage people from using, like, popular guns. They wanted... Because if a gun... If everyone's using the same gun, that means that gun is too powerful. Right. Which makes... That makes sense to me. Uh, So, over the weekend, Zur is the guy who sells you... I talked about him before. But you, you... there's certain in-game currencies that you can spend on him, and he sells you exotic gear. And he has a rotating stock, and he's only there for three days every weekend. Uh, if that's ringing any bells. Just vaguely. He, so he sells a piece of armor for each class, and then a weapon every week. Mm-hmm. Except for, like, two weeks ago when he didn't have a weapon, and they're just like, oops, oh well. <laughs> and they didn't... They Every time, like, Zer fucks up, Zer's always been messing up. The first three weeks of the game, he sold the same exotic piece of armor for Warlocks. So Warlocks are basically just SOL. Like, oh, you don't like that piece? Well, then you don't get exotic. You don't get to have an exotic for three weeks. Mm-hmm. Which, and they're just like, oh, yep, I guess Zur just got a mind of his own. And that's been the cause of much controversy. And so this past week, for the first time ever, you could just buy a Gallahorn. Oh. Usually it was just a super rare mm-hmm. drop. And I don't. It's not possible. That's just a coincidence. After they announce the nerf, they give everyone a Gallahorn. Yeah. Okay. Like they've been intentionally avoiding doing that while it was powerful and coveted, and they wanted you know they wanted people to strive for trying to find one, and they're just like, well, we're going to nerf it, so we'll just give it to everybody. Mm-hmm. But apparently, Zer they have no. They've officially said that they have no control over what Zer sells, which is the craziest fucking thing I've ever heard. It's their goddamn game. Wait, it's random? Supposedly. Fuck, that's dumb. Yeah, that's what they say. And, like, so when he sold... When they sold the like the same Warlock thing three days, three weeks in a row, or they sold... Um, or they, they went with no weapon two weeks ago or whatever, like, they just weren't selling yeah. one. Uh, they didn't... Like they just said, like, oh yeah, it'd be kind of hard to to fix fix him, so we're just gonna leave him like that, and it's just fine. Mm. So I don't really know like what they're doing there because they they've obviously they have some algorithm or something to decide what he sells, and it just doesn't go well, and they go like, shit, we fucked up. What do we tell them? <laughs> just tell them we don't have any control over it. Mm. Like I. Sure, man. It's the weirdest thing ever, and it's just getting weirder. And then recently, I think they were doing an interview with GameStop, and they talked to... Or GameSpot. I always do that. Me too. And they said that, unlike some weapons, exotic weapons, there's going to be no way to make the Galahorn compatible for the next expansion. Compatible? Like... So right now, the highest amount of damage you can get on a weapon is 365. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there have been reports of people playing, like, the early versions of this new game, like, like um, journalists and stuff, and saying, like, they'd find, like, a random, like, green shitty weapon that had more than 365 damage mm-hmm. on it. Uh, and they said that some of your exotics you'll be able to upgrade in a, you know, whatever way they decide to do with this expansion. Mm-hmm. So that it, you know, now the max damage is 
408, which is like the highest you can get for this ex- for this particular expansion. They said Galahorn is not going to be one of them. The Galahorn is effectively going to die in less than a month when that expansion comes out. It'll become useless. Sure. It's it's going to stay forever a year one damage weapon, which is the ter- like a terrible pointless like I don't even know why they're bothering nerfing it. Yeah, I mean, they're just going to make something else going... that's more powerful, so who cares? And then release it only on PS4. Good. It's fucking... It's a dumb, dumb fucking thing. Bunch, bunch, I don't know, man. I'm obviously going to play the crap out of the Taken King, but, like, what the fuck is going on? They're making a lot of good improvements. They're taking out, like, the light level and and stuff, like... They they were on the the cover the expansion on the cover of Game Informer this month and a lot of information came out of their their issue mm-hmm. about all the good stuff they're doing and taking out light levels and trying to make the game less grindy and like I think it's going to remove some of the complaints that a lot of people had yeah. when the game was first released but they're also just doing weird stuff like this like exotic weapons that are just being basically removed from the game making them useless to people mm-hmm. and it's like. I don't know. There needs to be. Yeah, I think you're right. They're gonna. There's gonna be a new weapon that's OP. And it's gonna. Something's gonna have to replace the Galahorn because that's such a big part of like Destiny lore. Definitely. Yeah. Almost. All right, Ryan. I'm gonna leave you to talk about this last one what? because you're so fucking exciting. Oh, excited, dude. All right. So I was. I was on the internet today. Yeah. This was like after we got on Skype that we found yeah, out about this, and I just saw a tweet. From I think it was IGN, and it was like I think they broke the story. It was yeah. like Pokemon tournament announced for Wii U Spring 2016 global release. Everybody rock your air horns because this is so dope. I'm really excited. Pokemon tournament looks so cool. It's the um, Poke- Pokemon game that's like a fighting game made by the people who made Tekken. Uh, so it's a, it's a 3D fighting is, game? Yeah. Damn it. I don't like those I as don't much. care. I'm going to play the shit out of it. It looks so good and fast and fun. And uh, I'm very excited. It's, it's, it's cool. It's cool. Like, they, my only hope of ever playing it before was, like, at a Dave & Buster's if that deal went through. Um, and nobody wants to have to do uh, that. Yeah, uh, this is way better. Um, I'm super excited. Yeah, it seems awesome. Oh. Um, it's such a good idea, and and then like maybe my Charizard amiibo will do something. Uh, there's rumored amiibo support, but who knows? It's got, it's a Nintendo game, yeah. so there's there's only three Pokemon in here that are amiibo. That have Amiibo. So Charizard's in it, Pikachu's in it, and Lucario's in it. How many playable characters do they have announced already? Uh, let's see. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. There's 10 right now. Mm, only 10. Is that game out already in yes, Japan? Yes, it's in arcades right now. Okay. So there, there's probably more characters I'm to sure, come. I'm sure uh, once that... Or like console version comes char- out, they'll add they'll add a few more. Or characters that you can only add with amiibos. I don't think we'll do that. 
It's like Greninja, he's not in this game unless you have an amiibo. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. It's like Marth in Project Steam or whatever. Yeah, it's weird. Fuck it, put Marth in yeah, there put too. Mark in, put Marth in there. Put Mark, put Mark, put Mark in, in there. there. Yeah, Mark and Wii Fit Trainer in Pocket I want to point out that um, the there's Pikachu and then there's Pikachu Libre, which is probably my favorite thing that's ever happened. It's just Pikachu in a Lucha Libre costume. That's it's incredible. Good stuff. So those are two separate characters? Yes. How does Pikachu even fight a Charizard? Um, like, how can any of his attacks hit Pikachu? Well, it sounds like uh, he uses, like, a lot of jumping and then shooting lightning. So it kind of doesn't matter, like, how tall they are. Pikachu seems OP. No, I'm I'm, I'm more worried about Charizard, like, and all his attacks just whipping, whiffing. Oh, I don't know. Or, like, Blaziken or I something. Saw, or I saw a trailer. Way too I big. saw a trailer of Machamp fighting Pikachu, and he just, like, picked him up by the head and threw him up in the air and then punched him in the face with forearms. That sounds That's awesome. That's why I want to play this game. This game's. Spring 2006, global release. We'll play that Spring game. Spring 2006, it came out nine years ago. That's what you just said. I do that a lot. Okay. I don't know if you noticed Sorry. that. Ryan, do the plug. Do the plug. I'm done with this. He's done this. with this. Hey, um, we're Bear vs. Man. We have a website, bearvsman.com. Send us questions to have answered in a soon-to-be-coming bonus cast about questions. Oh, yeah. Uh, you, can get, you can email us at questions at bearvsman.com. Uh, or tweet the question. Tweet us the or question. Or the question on Facebook.com slash Bear versus Man. Yeah. Uh, we're, we're on Vine. Search for Bear versus Man. We're, we're making quality ads. Hashtag quality ads. Um, in, in one week, we're going to be on Twitch.tv slash Bear versus Man from 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. Eastern time playing video yep. games. Uh it's going to be pretty you dope. watch it. We're going to play video games for 12 hours. Twitch TV. Twitch.tv. Slash Bear versus Man. It's good stuff. Um, All right, everyone. This thus concludes the Bear versus Man cast episode 26. Mm. Everyone have a wonderful weekend. Hey. Or, el- or, or else. else. Uh, or else I'll come to your house we'll know. and we'll know. feed you fun dip until you start having fun. Also, water pops. <laughs>